When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is the morning sickness. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And uh, if you're listening in Buffalo, do it. Do it. Go ahead. Wrap it around. Brutal. Get up there. Dangle. Dangle from it. You know what you know what I'm talking about. You're thinking about it. You're waking up this morning, a Bills fan, and you're like, should I do it? I do it. It's not going to get any better. Evidently, you know, I'm a Cubs fan. Was a Cubs fan. Got to start getting you saying that. Yeah. And uh, if, uh, if the Cubs were in Buffalo, then I had nothing else going on in my life because I live in Buffalo. Have you ever been to Buffalo? Just uh, outside of it. Okay. I've been to Buffalo as a little kid twice. I might have been four or five. I remember it. As a five-year-old with zero life experience, I remember thinking, man, Buffalo's a sh-. Well, I can't say it out loud. I wouldn't have said that as a kid. But Buffalo's, it, it, won't, it won't be <laughs> hole. A dump. Miserable. Awful place. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be added in that you guys can't. Like you are a cursed football team. If you're a Bills fan, go ahead. The radio's telling you. It's okay. Shh. Did you reach out to our Bills fan? Hang on, Brady. Hang on. Let me just help Okay. Romeo and Juliet are together in eternity. It's a good song. Listen to it this morning. I don't know how you live like that. I don't know how anybody wakes up in January annually as a Bills fan, looks out the window and realizes, well, like the commercial says, now it's just a cold day in Buffalo. This sucks. Wide right again. <laughs> I shoveled for all my four bills. hours for this? <laughs> yeah, I spent the entire weekend shoveling for that. And then to have the Chiefs troll them online afterwards, saying they throw... Uh, Bill's Mafia throws snowballs like a bunch of, you know, it's just, you get trolled afterwards that you can't even hit him with a good snowball. Drew, Twink, Drew, Drew Tranquil, the, the Twinkle, and we're so used to saying it about Kate. Drew Tranquil uh, actually said uh, he caught a snowball that was thrown at him. <laughs> like, well, that's a weak snowball. Tough game last night. That is brutal. And the fact that, you know, they had the angle behind the goalpost of that ball, Floating right, and it looked just like the Super Bowl. And it would have been for the tie. It doesn't guarantee anything. But at least they'd have been playing in overtime or close to overtime. Did it swing that hard on the Super Bowl? No. That from, looked like a gust bo- of wind. Yeah, just... from the behind angle, 
it looked like a much further. But when they did the one from behind the uh, uprights, not behind the kicker, the one dead centered behind the kicker looked like it drifted way further. Yeah. The Scott Norwood infamous wide right, 1990-91, was Nothing just but a little bit right. right. It was it? just a little. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it moved a yeah, little bit, was... not like this. The thing from behind the uprights, it looked exactly the same. I don't, I don't know how you do it. Buffalo fans, I admire you. That's a rough one. But I'm telling you, man, if I was a Bills fan, it would be, I'd be pretty close. I'm not encouraging it, but I understand it. The kick is up. It's wide right. Chiefs win. Oh, I feel terrible for you. Oh, and now the Taylor Swift show continues. And Someone sent an email on that. Oh, OJ, get to work. <laughs> it's your hometown there, kind of, OJ. It's your adopted hometown. Get her. But the uh, yeah, the worst part about it is, is now I'm a huge Chiefs fan because I, oh, I thought you said a huge Taylor Swift. Fan. No, oh, well, whatever. Nobody, nobody. I've been a football fan my whole life. She's been one for ten weeks. Nobody cheers that hard for a first down without being told, Taylor, you're on television. Nobody else in the booth cheered for the first catch. Travis Kelsey had like she did. She lost her mind. Then they showed her again after a Pacheco first down. Lost her mind. Everybody else in the booth's like, settle down. Stop it. She's they tell her. This is so WWE choreographed, pointing at her. And I know I was talking to a friend of mine who does uh PR stuff, and he's like, Look, that is the demographic the NFL cannot touch. They've been trying for ages to indoctrinate the young female. We remember for the longest time during the games, they'd do those commercials like football 101 for the ladies. It was 15, 20 years ago. It was a constant stream of commercials to let you know, the Cardinals did it locally. It's like football 101 for the women. Bring your daughters. They cannot tap that group. They cannot get the 15 to 22 year old female like locked down because you know what they've always been? The girl that gets a boyfriend and just cheers for his team. Eventually. They don't care. Then they break up with that guy, date another guy, and cheer for his team. It's a rarity that you have that that drifting. They've got it with Taylor Swift. And he's like, I guarantee you from watching this, the the PR and the Q, the Q scores on TV keep coming back that the average NFL football fan hates it. And you're starting to make them hate Taylor Swift more. I know I feel. I'm like, oh, quit showing her. We are not going anywhere, and they nope. know it. So they're trying to get the audience they don't have because we're not leaving. We'll tolerate a little Taylor Swift hatred game to game. Uh, and the one group that they get, especially on the Internet, clicks and, you know, all these videos, for, they love it. Those teen girls, they're nailing it. And she's going to Vegas. Did you see how miserable Jason Kelsey looked after? He did his, you know, he burned out quick. Sure. Because he yelled, had the shirt well, off. They knew when. And the- then they kept going to the screen. There he is in the back as they're showing Tay-Tay going nuts. Right. He's like, Ugh. Well, I guarantee you that that comes up that Tay-Tay's holders tell her, hey, uh, any first down that happens with uh, Travis, we're coming to you. She loses her mind, like, and nobody else is doing it. Like, she goes crazy. So I think Jason, she's like, Jason, they're going to film. And he rips his shirt off like Burt Kreischer and gets TV time. It's so fake. It, it's so wrestling. No one does it. They never go to Jerry Jones's booth 
and have him, you know, with a, you know, somebody losing their, he doesn't know when he's on. You can tell because they only go to him after disappointment with Cowboy stuff to see because he's going to react. But now I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Got to get rid of that ugly ass Lamar Jackson. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Oh, I'm shaking it off. It's happening. Next week, so she's so basic. But look, right now, for some reason, like teen girls gravitate to this. This is the highest our ratings have ever been with teen girls. Welcome aboard, ladies. Thanks for coming over from John yeah, Jay and Reg. Exactly, yeah. the beacon that is Taylor Swift. That they know when she's playing every day. So boring. She's Everyone's so jumping bad. on. We were just seeing before the. Uh, this morning, even Dave Draymond. Yeah, Draymond's got 12-year-old kids up on his... Well, you got to. The WWE was the best at it I've ever seen when they decided to say, well, the audience that we know and love is now 40. And if we don't get the new audience, by the time they're in their range age range we want, which is 25, by the time they get to 25, we'll have a bunch of 55-year-olds who aren't paying attention to us anymore anyway. So they, you know, the goal is eliminate the older audience and go get the young one. But you were saying that about the NBA, too. The NBA ago. did it. NBA followed the exact same things. Like, go get the 35-year-old man. And they, they have to get them when they're about 18, 17, 16. Because if you don't have that in 10 years, you don't have the money audience. You just don't. And you try long, to make them loyal early. How long Paul Stanley from KISS was trying to keep that KISS army going. It was 20 plus they, years. They, it didn't, it's not working they, so much. They, they, because they couldn't appeal their old garbage. To a new the audience. Parents bring their kids yeah. out. And their big mistake was like, well, they didn't evolve at all. That's the bigger part. But yeah, it's 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 exactly, it's just how the media works. You you dismiss an older, that's why old men are like, this isn't like the game I used to love, these pansy ass, blah, blah, blah. They, they don't want that. You think they changed the rules for the people who like football or for the moms who are raising kids who think it's an unsafe game? They're not changing the rules for people who love it. Every everybody my age and older would love to see clotheslines come back. We know these guys. We we're we're logical. We're like they know what they're getting into. Let them smash each other. But yeah, that was that's a that was rough last night. That was poor Bills fans. And I, as a Tay Tay fan now, because I'm rooting for Tay Tay to go to Vegas. Got to get past those Ravens. And uh, just well, sad Ravens make Johnny happy. That's all I'm looking for. So make the Ravens sad, and we'll move forward there. How was your house this weekend? The Packers lost a squeaker, too. <laughs> and Brett, Brett loved it. It was a great day in my house. Well, for half the house, at least. Yeah, she gets to mope around, you get to smile. Pretty yeah. much. But, I mean, she she knew going in. She's like, I didn't expect this far. Yeah, from house them. money. You know, they're, I mean, they're the youngest team in the NFL. Yeah. So she's like, eh, they did what they, you know, they did money. better than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And they almost pulled it off. Yeah. So that was, the, the Packers have, can only... Walk out with pride. Yep. They shouldn't have been there in the first place. And then her watching the game last night, she's all like, "Ah, oh, there's that bitch on TV yeah, again. She's <laughs> tired she's, of it, too. She's along with it. Yep. Basics. Yeah, she's a rare one, because she's like a locked-in <laughs> yep. fan. But, yeah, you look at that, and the NFL is basic. And they were doing quick shots of her at the end of the game when they should have been focused in on, uh, you know, players. And they're like, here's another. Like, they'd show a highlight of Travis Kelsey's uh, in a huge catch in the first quarter, and her losing her mind, and then... Pacheco scores a touchdown. Taylor's losing a run. I'm like, oh man, they've got their they're on a system. I'm rooting for it now. Taylor at Spear up in Vegas. 
uh, running all over doing the NFL pregame show. She's going to be the hottest commodity in Vegas if the Chiefs win it. And I thought for sure the Chiefs, they got a couple extra little love tap calls last night that helped. But They always do. I think the Bills gave it right back to them. Wide right. One game away from uh, potentially matching the uh, Super Bowl colors of Super Bowl 58, the uh, purple and red. Because the cho- you know, oh, that yeah, was a conspiracy that, behind them. Yeah, that they built it in, <laughs> that they knew who was coming. Yeah, who knows? It all feels the way it's so pony. scripted now. Oh, it's it like, like I wouldn't wouldn't doubt it. it this with us old guys. Yeah. It's all scripted. It's know, garbage. It used to be just guys knocking heads, and now it feels no. It's not, but it sure feels that way. Sorry, Bills fans. I really am. I don't know how you guys are functioning in life. I really don't. Your Bills Mafia. I think they're gonna. You know, they leap off of trucks onto tables and light them. I think they're gonna do it now, and it's not gonna be for fun. I think they should be standing in the snow, crying on fire today. With their Josh Allen jerseys, gluing themselves to their bodies as they burn. Did you see Harbaugh's victory dance afterwards? Yes, they're, now that's it's another Ted thing. Ted Lasso. They've done that a couple of weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to watch Happy Harbaugh's. That's not a thing. <laughs> Happy Harbaugh's makes me want to go, you know, wander the streets with bottles full of gasoline and a few well, they're I, doing whatever they can to get a second one in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the they'll, w- they'll try. They'll WWE keep going. script. Yeah. That's a nice story. Now, well, now they can't lose. Now they get the Lamar Jackson love that they've been pumping for the last five years. If he gets in, they've got that. If they've got the Tay Tay, they're they're satisfied with who they've got going now. They just got to keep these. And the Lions are an upstart story. The Niners are fun. You can't the the NFL won't fix anything from here on out. They're happy with whatever happens now. They would prefer Tay Tay, but we'll see. Ah, crazy. And she's so boring and so average. And you know, I was at, I went with my dad to uh, the Eagles concert on Saturday. And uh, I realized that that's, uh, the Eagles are that generation's Taylor Swift. Remember, because they had like the top five, the number one selling album of all time for years was the Eagles' greatest hits. And it was like number one, uh, it wasn't even close. They held like a bunch of records with sales. And you start looking at that playlist. I looked at the set list before we went. I'm like, man, there isn't a pee break in this. Like, they just knock it out. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. But what the Eagles do not do is entertain you in any way, shape, or form on that stage at all. And it isn't about, like, you know, pyrotechnics or dancing or big show. How about having some personality? How about having a semblance of life? Like, you guys are alive, right? Six microphones, drum set, few instruments behind them, and the six microphones are lined up. When it's your turn to sing, you step up to it. When it's not, you take one step back. You stand in your two-foot-by-two-foot box, and you don't move. And they are boring. But, man, you can't, you can't knock the playlist. But it's a CD. with it's, it's, And they're also lip-syncing 70% of the show. There's, there is 
such a perfect sound coming off that stage. You're like, well, this isn't even human That's anymore. That's them, bro. No, it isn't. There's no way. <laughs> Don Henley does a bad job of selling it when he's behind the drum set. Oh, by the way, drums are on a loop. Those drums mic'd. What? I don't think they're mic'd. I think you're getting a drum loop. It's far too perfect. There isn't a sound from that stage that's too loud or too quiet at any given point. Not one. Towards the end, I think Joe Walsh actually sings because you wouldn't trust him to lip sync. He's got a turtle's mouth. He's, he's developed a turtle's mouth. It's the creepiest thing in the world. So they have these big screens. Also, it, the whole crowd, hilarious. Probably, I brought the median age down into the 60s. If I would have, when I go to the bathroom, median age 92. Everyone there was a 1,000 years old. Uh, So I'm watching the thing, and I'm sitting down. Nobody can get up. Security keeps an eye on people who stand up. They removed people in the front row for dancing. It's like, nope. Hips and knees, let's go. We're not taking any chance. We're not suing the Eagles today. How dare you do that to your joints? You know those old videos of, like, Chinese leaders, and then they would go, Oh, no, ribbons! And, like, these... Like a troop of military people come out and spin ribbons, and then they'd show the audience, and they'd all just be seated and clapping like Russian propaganda movies and things. No, nobody would ever – that was the Eagles concert. Not a soul stood up. They just clapped, and it was just a sea of white heads. It was like a Klan rally without the hoods. It was just a <laughs> sea of white heads. And then occasionally a little black dot in a purple security outfit. And I'm like, why did they hire so – nobody's rushing this stage. And if they are – We'll be okay. A good on them if, yeah, they, if yeah. they can make it up there. I actually would like to see that. That would add a little life to an Eagles show if somebody jumped up there and started to try to fight Don Henley. I think, I think Henley's still got a little juice left. I think he's still got a little fight. The rest of the band, Vince Gill. Vince Gill has turned into Egon from Ghostbusters. He looks just <laughs> like, I mean just like, fat old Harold Ramis. And then uh, Joe Walsh. I, I would imagine that Joe Biden looks at Joe Walsh and goes, Jesus, what the f*** happened to that guy? He is he moves worse than Biden. He looks worse than Biden. And he's 10 years younger. At least he knows the right side to get off the stage, though. He oh. Didn't miss that. I don't know. I didn't pay attention. Maybe he just don't even have to get off the stage. Uh, Eagles, if you're still in town, can I, can I give you a piece of advice? Now, I know you guys have done this for 50-something years, but as a concert goer, if, in fact, every single song, look at him. And that's what he grew a goatee. That's Vince Gill before he's, I mean, he's wow. full on Egon now. If, if every song is in a different tuning, maybe, maybe cluster a few of the songs in the same tuning so we don't have to switch guitars every single song. They'll finish. And then guitar techs come up, hand them all new guitars. It's quiet for like. 20 seconds. That's just bragging to other musicians. <laughs> it is? How? Yeah, They're what, not doing anything. What they have. It's actually to other musicians. It's, uh, wow, they're blowing it. The other musicians, no, no, you cluster the songs that are in the same tuning so you don't have so many changes. <laughs> and there's, their heart there's the set list. There's only so many times you can change uh, tuning. So, like, you know, if take it, taking it... Uh, take it to the limit and witchy woman aren't in the same tuning and peaceful easy feeling and take it which probably are you play those back to back but they're too slow they got to add a lively song in them and the set list was incredible there isn't a single time in there that you're like man they're giving you a break here and the best part is though joe walsh is so hard to look at that on the big screens at the concert uh, you know, when Vince Gill's singing, they just do a shot of Vince Gill. When Don Henley's singing, it's just a shot of Don Henley. When Joe Walsh is singing, there's an effect on it. it makes it look like he's on fire, he's made of ice, or what, like it's just some weird cartoon. 
Because you don't want to look at him for too long. It's like an old man eating soup. His, his lips turn into beak-like turtle no, beaks? No, no. It's just his tongue moves around too much. It's like, uh, he's like, it's like if you uh, took out the woman from oral sex and just filmed the dude's face, when he sings, it looks like an old man trying to uh, please a woman down there. It's just this weird, his tongue's doing more than it needs to, and it's... It's like an old man eating. You're, you're looking at somebody chewing with their mouth open that doesn't have... It was gross. Yeah, that playlist, there is oh, no, uh, no beer gross. run no beer, But you know what? You're like, meh, I'll I be got right. time. I can walk around. This is, if they're just going to play the CD and stand up there and act like they're singing to us... Now, I turned to my dad at one point, and he's like, he'd seen him. He had the exact same opinion without us talking about it. He goes, I've seen him twice. They're boring. And I'm like, well, that's the Eagles. And... uh even he he turned to me. He goes, "This is probably the most life they've had in a show I've seen, and there's not there's not a lot going on." But because I had to hip him to the fact that I'm like, it's all vocal track, by the way. There's like eighty percent of this is just a CD or a, or recording. Did you notice on the concourse anything that that some of the little food booths have changed up to like from Ben and Jerry's to like Ensure or Pedialyte or anything like that for the no no. <laughs> Even your jokes about the concert go right back to the concessions. You just you can't even imagine being there without going to the concessions first. Dippin' Dots were uh, we're all just Metamucil. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Eyeglasses, seat pads. He's not concerned about what happened on the stage. What's going on in that concourse? I'm an American. No, Brady. They weren't selling old people food there. <laughs> They had already eaten. It was the show started at eight o'clock. Their dinner oh, was yeah, at four. You think they needed right. food? The concessions were empty. They're handing out Werthers at the, yeah, at the exactly. gate when you walk in. There you go. This is right out of their pockets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's odd candy. Is a nickel. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> the Werthers girls out front yeah. handing out free samples. But Steely Dan was incredible, and they don't move around either. But that thing was there. That was ridiculous. It was an amazing like. And then my dad tried to overbond with me. I think at one point. Like we're having a nice night. Night's great. Good weekend. Hung out with uh, Dad, and he's still here. And then at one point, he's like, oh, this song is amazing. And he goes, didn't you have the 8-track, and we would just drive around, listen to this one? Is this the song? And I'm like, hmm. And he said, you you got the 8-track, and I would take it and put it. I'm like, look, first off, not sure I picked up the tab on any 8-tracks when this was out. I was four. <laughs> so I'm not real sure. I'm like, Dad, let me go grab the 8-track. We'll hop in the car. We'll go tooling around. I'm not sure that... You're making me more of a friend at age four than I was. No, I think you had it, and I think you... I'm like, with what? What You bought it. Maybe I had it in my room, and you took it back. Hey, Dad, I just got a new 8-track player in the room. I'm going to go pick up some some tapes if you want to pop in and listen. Give me a call. Let me know what's going on. And he's like, yeah, that's true. Probably. <laughs> maybe that wasn't me. Maybe some other rich four-year-old was buying 8-tracks, and you guys were driving around. Four-year-olds don't really foot the bill for much. Dad... Let's get in the car. Will you drive me around a little bit? Put me in my seat and drive me around and listen to this. It's good stuff. Turn up the tequila sunrise. You might have been sitting album. on it in your not seat in the El Camino. You're <laughs> in, my, in the back. In the stuff behind the back. I did have an, uh, the Hotel California album. I was a big collector of records because of that Columbia House thing. And I would have a penny and I'd see the commercial and I'd lose my mind. I'm like, I've got a penny. And you'd get 10 albums for that. My mom would, all right, give it to him. And then I'd get records every once in a while. So I was probably four or five doing that, but I wasn't. I wasn't picking up the tab on any of those. And she had to pay for the thirty-seven dollar album that you had to buy with the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 the thirty-seven dollar yeah. Gary Newman record yeah. that was showing up. <laughs> yeah, this guy says the Eagles are the same as watching Bob Ross paint. 
It's good, but man, is it boring, and it's a fact. He's they are Taylor Swift. They are the Taylor Swift of past generation. Hit after hit after hit after hit, and every one of them is like, okay, thank you. Next, they're not. I mean, at least the Eagles have songs that are classic, memorable. Th- I don't know that Taylor Swift stuff is going to. Yeah, be- but she doesn't sit there. Her- no, 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 but she's a, what I'm saying is basic bitch. That's what the gotcha. Eagles are. That's what she is. There's not a lot going on that yeah, that excites me about looking at Taylor Swift. She can be on stage. Again, it's stage presence. You can run, light fires, go crazy, and still have no stage presence. It's not about activity. It's about what you what you exude. Like people just, Dave Grohl, when he was with Nirvana, I remember sitting there thinking, I just want to watch him. He just sit behind a drum kit playing drums. That dude, just Taylor Hawkins, same thing. Just whatever he had going on was like he's interesting. Pat Smear, he tries. He is he's not interesting. He is someone that just sucks the energy out of energy vampires. But yeah, the Eagles are a uh, oof. That's rough. And again, I kind of got to the point where I'm like, these old people didn't pay. Two nights in a row, they sold out Footprint Center, and that's not necessarily a place for the Eagles. Just took the money, took it, and ran far. But the uh, they don't want to go to a show that's wrought with problems and live sound issues. So in a way, the Eagles are giving them what they wanted. It's probably their last concert ever, anyway. And you end up going, well, at least it was perfect. It was too perfect, way too perfect. It was like there wasn't a there wasn't a glitch in the harmonies. And you're like, come on. Somebody hit the mic hard. Somebody burp one of those. You give me a little fade back. Get, somebody do something wrong. And they're like, well, you can't when it's all vocal tracks. Because it was. But the old people left happy and people are leaving. Singing. It'll throw them for a loop if they bring a guest up on stage to sing with them. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, you'd have to let them know. Here's your in-ears and your tracks and you're going to stay on our time. And I and the drums are looped. There wasn't a... I don't, not for every song because when Don Henley wasn't playing, they weren't. But you could tell. You can just hear the difference. You hear tracks, too. Oh, yeah. Like, you have an ear for tracks as well. I look at Brett, and he's always like, yep. I'm like, damn it. But Ozzy's the best and most glorious story of all. Because not only is it tracked, there's another singer live backstage making sure that Ozzy is just not gone. They have Ozzy's mic up just enough to, to be sound, and the guy behind him to overwhelm him. And he stands back. I forgot. He was the singer of what band? Warrant? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he uh, sang Robert. for Warrant after J- uh, Janie Lane died. And he would stand backstage and sing Ozzy's songs the whole time. And he played with Metalhead forever. That's yeah, right. Still, yeah. yeah. I sing for uh, Ozzy. I remember being on stage for one of the Ozfests, doing an introduction and leaving, and seeing a guy back there with a microphone. I'm like, what's he do? He sings. What? And Ozzy would stomp around. Come on, everybody! And they're like, all right, shut him down. The song's about to start. And the guy knew when the vocals were going. And Ozzy's job is to just keep it close to his mouth so people don't really see it. Or keep his hair draped down over his face. <laughs> but you get your money's worth in the end. Everything's a show. Show business. Yeah, show business. It's a business and it's a show. Expect nothing less. Uh, but it was it was still fun. The Eagles were interesting, and it is fun because, you know, you go to these, uh, you know, go to a concert with like you know, bolt thrower, <laughs> and those dudes had the same approach the Eagles have just just a bunch of dudes standing there screaming into a mic, and they don't move, they don't do a thing, just hoping that the music, the energy comes from the crowd. And boy, there was no energy in that crowd. I was waiting for a couple medical emergencies, just looking around. I'm like, there's going to be one death tonight. There's too many old people in here. 
You get 18,000 old people, and you're like, man, there's good, one of them's going, there's going to be a heartache tonight, is, is what should have, <laughs> like, there was definitely a heart attack in there somewhere. I didn't look at the, the news the next morning, but I had to imagine that that was the last night of life for a couple of them. They were excited, their hearts couldn't take it, and they just popped and exploded on their way out singing, you know. Hotel California. You know, my left side hurts a little bit. I'm not going to lie. That was a, I think it was the chair. And then it had to be seven or eight deaths per Eagles concert. And nobody's looking into it because it's expected. So who had the wilder crowd, James Taylor or the Eagles? Oh, it was even up. There was a lot of shushing. (laughs) There was a lot of like, will you please be quiet? To anyone who had a conversation. It was like, it's like an opera. Hear the words you say sometimes. I mean, who talks like that? Holmberg's morning sickness. You gotta remember, this is a group of people that used to just smoke weed and go to concerts. Back in the 70s, they were the fun ones. Now they can't stand up. They don't want to. They're mad at everybody. A comfortable seat. I, I can't imagine how many talks about the border there were between songs and like, these goddamn Mexicans. I'm sure of it. This is the, the post-hippie, oh my God, we made a lot of money in the 80s. And I'm not losing it to some Mexican in the 90s and now the just grumpy old Fox News viewers. I mean, there, it was... Angry at Desperado. <laughs> they were mad at every... Yeah, Desperado's too goddamn... Can't you sing it in English? Desperate. That's better. Now we like it. Now, now you've come to your senses. But yeah, that would be the last time I see the Eagles. That's it for me. I'm glad I got to go. It was fun. You get that moment with your dad and you have those things and then you realize oh my god this is the taylor swift of the 70s these guys are a hit factory and there's nothing there there's nothing there but now i'm a taylor swift super fan go tay tay i hope i hope kelsey catches a thousand footballs on sunday and they beat the ravens and i can just see more tay tay in the super bowl and if they go and they play the san francisco 49ers i'll root for tay tay again because i don't want the niners to get their sixth championship that ties my Steelers. So I'm a Tay-Tay fan from here on out. Go Tay-Tay! And if it isn't uh, Tay-Tay, it's the Lions. And if the Lions get in, I'm a Lions fan because that makes everybody unhappy. And they have the fan base uh, about the size of a Dutch Brothers crowd. You know, it's, it's busy, but it's, and no one will care if they win or lose. It doesn't matter. Good for you, Lions. There is that group of people that, oh, I'd like to see the Lions. Sure, because they don't matter. Yeah. They're, they're a franchise in sports that just doesn't matter. So good. Lions won. That keeps everybody at bay. My team doesn't really matter. Uh, so the Lions won the Super Bowl this year. Okay. We can all eat that. We've been watching this Lions team suck for our entire lives. Let them have one. That's okay. Then go back to being the Lions. Nobody needs that garbage. But yeah, sports in full swing right now. You got that and you got basketball. Crazy stuff. But it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. To have uh, all the activities we have. But it is fun to watch 70-year-olds try to leave America West Arena all at once, too. That's... There you are. It was probably maybe 11.30 when it all ended. And uh, they were hip to the playlist because by the second to last song... All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> and it is these... Most of the time when you say, okay, let's beat the traffic, you, you leave your seat and you hightail it up those stairs. Oh, no, no. They beat traffic. It's like, let's go. And then the the slow migration of the turtles begins, and they start barely moving up the steps, 
barely moving out the concourse. You're not like I leave Suns games, and it's a pretty nice flow of human sized speed walking. The Eagles concert was like you're getting stuck at the mall. You're you're a lot of mall slow slow walking. Not one fight. No, there wasn't a single fist fight, which is a little disappointing. But yeah, yeah, it was uh, a lot of people that look at Joe Walsh as an inspiration because he keeps screaming. I'm I love Joe 76 Walsh. Seventy-six years old, and I'm hey, never get old. Hey. And then he's and people are like, he's loving it. He's my dream. Like I, me too, Joe. Like don't, he's right. If you're looking at Joe Walsh as a guy who's like still got it together, whoa, lay down. Here's your pill, and just uh, we'll close the box when your eyes close. Merch, get any merch? <laughs> I didn't, but there was a lot of sold merch. <laughs> a lot of Eagles merch. The long goodbye. It's it's appropriate. It should have been brought to you by Alzheimer's, which is also called the long goodbye. <laughs> Eagles cardigans out of stock. No, yeah, they had the cardigans and the uh, <laughs> the pill bottles. E A G L E S replaced the days of the week. And... <laughs> Monday's now E, and Tuesday's an A. Never got all high. Man, I would have gotten one of those. Yeah, Joe. I think Joe Walsh is some sort of mix between Joe Biden and Bill Maher. I think they had a baby, and it just it became like Joe Bill Walsh. Maher, see that? It's crazy, but yeah. But always take the opportunity when uh, your dad asks you to go to a concert that he would like. It's a treat. Because, you know, it's just it's just an interesting thing. Never it's had that um, shared gets- concert moment. We did have a shared show or yeah. attendance. Uh, one was years ago when I first moved out here, probably the second year into it, I went to the promise keepers with my dad because he wanted <laughs> to <no> go <laughs> and we left about two a bunch hours of dudes <laughs> who uh have effed up their lives so bad they turned to some uh it was the bill what's his name the old yeah, coach of colorado that would tell all these old guys like don't worry about it i know you're on your third divorce everything's gonna be it just fine Amer- it was at a america west yeah. arena at the time sold out yeah and the you know we went there and uh the audio was so bad it just was hard yeah. to capture these but it's poignant a, it's, moments when these, uh, you know, because they share the, there's a bunch of different speakers, kind of motivational, kind of a, a religious so, thing. Yeah. But it was a bunch of lost, it was a men's group too. It was like for most, it was almost all men, right? Yeah. 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 And you go there and these dudes would yell at these dudes in their late fifties, early sixties about how, yeah, 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 yeah. But you can still, you can still be all right. How is to treat your yeah. wife, how yeah, to be right. a father. And then what happened? All of them were hosing on the side on their just promise Bill, keepers tour. Yeah, don't say it was just Bill. Bill was the leader. He was, was the one that got caught, yeah. John. That's true. There you go. He, he did. Yeah, that was the, the key. layoff. But oddly enough, after Bill got caught, the whole thing shut down. So the rest of the guys are like, "Oh, they go after you pretty hard when they catch you. Uh, I better keep it under wraps here. I'm going to quiet down." He confessed, <laughs> which is brave. That made him a good. But he was going around telling all these dudes. You know, and almost all of them were so lost. The whole reason to go to Promise Keepers is because you were just like, I, I, I'm going to hang myself. I got to, somebody's got to give me an answer soon. Motivate me to not kill myself. So it was 15,000 dudes sitting in a circle listening to some other guy talk about how great life could be if you just followed his way. Was it Tony Robbins for swingers or yeah, what? I mean, Tony Robbins for dudes who are uh, on their, about to face their third marriage. <laughs> That's essentially what it is. And then a few guys like Torp who probably looked at it and said, well, this will be fun. They're going to talk about God and. With my son. Yeah, you don't even, yeah, it's a father son moment. We can really 
bond with the Lord Jesus. And what you found out was just it's a, well, bunch, it's a bunch of infidels trying to figure out sure how, to, some, how to get to the next There was step. some good stuff in there, but it was just the echoing in the audio, you yeah. know, where you're not all the way in the upper deck. You're right midway. Weren't bad seats. Yeah. And he looks at me. He's like, I'm having a tough time uh, yeah. hearing it. No, it had to be. Let's go get something to eat. <laughs> you just left in the middle. Yeah, that works. Yeah, it was. It had to be like a. Uh, all right, how many of you guys have been busted with another lady? <laughs> well, Jesus Christ! I had no idea it was the entire audience. All right, here's the problem you had. You got you got caught. Here's twenty steps on how to avoid that. Oh, thanks, Bill. <laughs> that was great. The guy taught me a lot. <laughs> Jesus, how many guys are on their third marriage? <laughs> Christ, I can't hear. Now we're going to hear from Warren Sapp. <laughs> yeah. You get a hook in your room, you toss that bitch out in the road, it's $400. Thank you, promise kept. It was it was a pretty awesome. There, there needs to be a documentary about that whole operation. I think it's still running. Because it's hilarious. It's a funny one. Because it is. It's t- you, know, you, you, you take money, you take 85 bucks a ticket from a bunch of dudes who are lost. That's easy, easy pickings. You'd find a vulnerable age group and a vulnerable demographic that doesn't get talked to too often. Third marriage dude who's been he's been cut in half so often that he realizes I gotta work till I'm eighty. It's my fault. Somebody talked me into not killing myself. And that's basically what it was. The Lord's with you. He's you got a friend in Jesus. You know if you paid eighty five dollars to have a guy tell you there's still someone who likes you. He's he's imaginary, but he's here. Some well, guys so bad. saying to you, where are you finding this $85 deal? <laughs> right. I'm, yeah, they're like 150 bucks a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Prisons and uh, motivational speaker places are where Jesus hangs out most. Because the guys in the audience don't have any friends left. They've, they've burned them all up. <laughs> I made some bad deals. Lost my third wife. Uh, anybody relate to that story? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it's fun, but yeah, it was a yeah, go to that go to a if you can go to an old man concert before you're done. It's take Kurt get get the old man. What's his band like? Who would he go see? Uh, he would have he went seen the Eagles. We just totally yeah. slipped my mind. You got to throw elbows into them a few times to make sure they're still awake too. It gets pretty late. late now, Eagles took stage a little after nine and played for an, uh, two hours and twenty minutes. It's pretty darn they good. Were, they were old when we saw them. The yeah. First early 90s. Oh, yeah. All these perfect sounds coming out of them. And then Henley goes on the mic and he's got a lozenge in his mouth. We all, we all got sick. Oh, come on. You've been singing perfect. You're on the... Three of us can barely talk. Vince Gill still sings better than most of us when he's sick. There are stars. I'm like, no, you could barely talk a second ago. Crisp. But I guess that's what you pay for. You pay for a good show, and they gave it, except for on stage or vocally. Go Eagles. Proud of you. Take all that money. Take the money. Spend some time with your parents. It was a nice weekend. My buddy Mark, who's been around me since fifth grade, and we all went to dinner with my dad, and it was very strange to have that group of people all adult and grows up. and The stories. Eh, a few of them. Mostly just uh, being jacked. Recaps. Yeah, and kind of just laughing about new stuff, which was the good thing. We didn't have to lean too much on going backwards. We all finally got to admit we jerked off to my sister's friends. That was what's that was something missing from when we were <laughs> younger. Is that my dad's like, you think I didn't stand in the window and I bought a goddamn vacuum? And I'm like, well, I tell that story all the time. Oh, he owned it finally. Oh, huh? he owned it. He knows. <laughs> he remembered her name. The girl was 
looked, it, it, and it was great because they're, you know, Mark and I are laughing. That girl was hot. Mark's like, we used to just, like, when John wasn't around, go, let's go over to Holmberg's house and see if his sister's friends are there. They just, they just come over. And I knew it. They'd knock on the door, and I wouldn't let them in because I'm like, I'm busy, guys. I'm beating off in the window. I don't need you two here. Want to play ColecoVision and do that, too. Who's back there? Everybody's back there. It's my house now. I was like, the, I was the red velvet rope to my sister's pool parties, which were ridiculous. I mean, to this day, it's what was going on back there? I remember that day. My I dad. feel like family now. A couple weeks ago, I was golfing with a guy, and the guy ends up graduating from uh, Dobson. Yeah. At, near you, maybe at a year or two older yeah. than you, but it's like, yeah, his sister, man, Chugs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't even No, it. you can hear it all day. It's, it's, it's reality. But that's how I felt. I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, you, you know the stories. Yeah. You've been around. <laughs> Probably nailed her. I don't know. More than likely. Same year, same class. It was a lot going on in the eighties. Hispanic was his name. Oh yeah, he nailed it. Yeah, I, met I, him. I met him. I'm sure I shook hands with that guy. I stole your bike. Yeah, he probably took my diamond back <laughs> and my pivot. He's chasing me around the world. Good uh, bikes, great trucks. <laughs> I remember you. Where's my bike? Adios mio. He does remember. He probably rode his bike to the golf game. <laughs> DUI. Uh, at six twenty four. Let's get a wake up song, shall we? A good one on this uh, rainy, messy Monday. Uh, and Bills fans, again, boy, do they need a promise keeper. Keep your heads up. But seriously, it's it's never going to happen. Just I'll let you know now if you're a Bills fan. Never. Check on Paul Sarah this weekend? I did. I talked to okay. him last right. night. It's never, ever, ever going to happen. And poor Paul has to live with the idea that he's Paul Sura, Coyote's in-house PA announcer and Buffalo Bills fan. I mean, could he be? It's him. If Paul just, I mean, he's surrounded by the Coyotes on a regular basis uh, as a career and then, but yeah, he had a rough go last night. I texted my. I wanted to reach out. I'm like, no, I'm gonna wait. You know, he's. I'm waiting. It's I like did. a death in the family. I said exactly what I said this morning. I'm like, Paul, how do these people? You're from there. How do you wake up in January and realize the Bills have done this to us again, and not just leap off the four story building that's made of tar and bricks and garbage that make most of Buffalo happen? Leap off the Ambassador Bridge. I mean, just do it. It's time to go. You're in Buffalo. That's bad enough. I think if I woke up th- my third day in Buffalo, Bills fan or not, I'd be like, I can't. 72 hours in Buffalo, I'm going to jump. I'm jumping off that bridge. Oh, that's in Detroit. Wherever it is. Whatever. They've got one, too. Whatever the bridge is that takes you over to Canada from Buffalo. They get, they got They'll one. make one. They tomorrow. got one, too. <laughs> Detroit and Buffalo. Detroit is the nice Buffalo. They're, ugh. Can you imagine? Detroit's the good Buffalo. That's like, you know, Toledo and Tucson being in a battle on what's better. (laughs) I'm so sorry to the Bills fans. I can't imagine. Me with my six championships and 17 straight winning seasons. Still no. The same exact amount of championships that the Steelers had this. Zero. You didn't get one. Heartbreaking. Sorry, Bills. Uh, A good wake-up song. Maybe if there's one called Wide Right, we should play it. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now.